Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, folks, and Lord bless you this great day. Another day to serve the Lord. Isn't that awesome? It's awesome to get up and know we can serve Him. I had such a wonderful prayer time this morning at home. I got up at 4.30 because I couldn't sleep, and I just spent time in prayer, and I couldn't go back to sleep. So I listened to some scripture on tape and just had a wonderful time. Started the day off uh, with God in a wonderful, powerful way. We need the Lord. We need we need spiritual movement in our life. We need spiritual refinement in our life. We need God to do powerful things. I want to talk about that for a moment today. So pray with me. Our Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for all you do all the time, how you watch over our needs and you take care of us. Lord, may we serve you powerfully. Give us strength in our weaknesses. Give us power to move forward every day. And Lord, give us the courage to stand our ground in defending truth. I ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I've had a wonderful time at the legislature this year. It has been absolutely a pleasure praying with everyone every day, and it's been such a good feeling around there. Speaker Moyle is doing a wonderful job leading this state, and uh, and the new representatives, we have 31 of them, are just very nice, good people. Enjoy them so much. And I enjoy just talking to some of those I've talked to for years. It has just been a pleasure. I had one of the guys come and, and share uh, his testimony at our men's breakfast, and it was tremendous. So thrilled to see Christian people in leadership and doing some great things. I am going to have a legislature week sometime I believe in March, where I'm going to have different legislatures on. I'll have a couple of Democrats, a couple of Republicans. So if you're very politically minded, you know, please understand I'm trying to be fair to everyone, and I'm just going to uh, just have some good discussion about life with with all of them. It's going to be a lot of fun because I'm not overly political. What I am is overly biblical. I want to be biblical in all things that I do and say, and I pray God gives me wisdom. But I'm looking forward to those uh, that week in uh, March that we can uh, talk to some of our representatives. Well, you know, I know all of you listening today know the importance of, of living in joy and living in, the, in happiness and honoring God in all you do. It's very important. You know, the joy of the Lord really brings strength to our lives. Anyone lives in a greater positive at any time one lives in a greater positive atmosphere you know joy is contagious because you're living in that joy it catches on it's like a fire it just moves forward but a problem is this the absence of joy will create weakness hey come on pastor how does that work very simply when there is an absence of joy in your life you become more vulnerable to the things that may come before you, and you will handle them in a much different fashion than you would have otherwise. It is much easier dealing with difficulty when you are in the right place of mind. That is one reason why joy is a key cog in spiritual refinement. Believe in, believing in Jesus creates inexpressible joy. In fact, we find this in 1 Peter Chapter 1, verse 8 and 9. He says, Though you have not seen him, and even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled with 
inexpressible and glorious joy, for you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. So now you know where I got inexpressible joy from, from this passage of Scripture in First Peter. The term inexpressible joy means that it is impossible to express the magnitude of joy we have. Each one of us has a choice to make. Do you live in the joy of the Lord or not? You know, it's a choice each one of us have every single day when we get up in the morning. I know some who choose not to live in God's joy and to choose to live in misery, which leads to spiritual decay. And I understand decay. You know, I went to the dentist a while back, and unfortunately, I had to have a crazy root canal because my tooth was shot. And I got to tell you, my doctor, Dr. Uh, Dr. Heisel, he is a tremendous dentist, and I did not even feel a tinge of anything. They numb me up, but usually I feel a little sting here and there, but I didn't feel anything. It was so wonderful. It was so wonderful that I took a bunch of donuts the next day just because I was so happy that it went so well because I was worried about it. I had some lousy experiences as a kid growing up uh, with dentists, and I was always Always been kind of nervous, but man, it went wonderful. But you know, you got to take care of decay. You got to do the right things, and sometimes it needs replaced. I need a root canal to replace that crazy root, you know. But joy is your responsibility. For some, it doesn't come easy. For other, it flows like milk and honey. I'll take that from the Bible, flowing like milk and honey. Sometimes people can live in inexpressible joy. My father lived in inexpressible joy all the time. He was always joyful. I hardly remember him not being joyful, even in situations that weren't good. He had a tremendous positive spirit. He was so filled with the Holy Spirit of God that God just used him in a wonderful way. What an influence he was on my life. And I'm, I hope I can be that influence on others. I prayed that way all day today. Lord, help me to show people Jesus by the way I live. Help people to see the joy of the Lord in my life. And I hope that happens. I know there's times that, you know, you get down and times you don't react correctly. And I'm just like everyone else, but I want to live in the joy of the Lord. To pursue joy, practice the discipline of of celebration. In the Old Testament days and some of the new, they had all these feasts and they were transforming experiences. They were celebrations of life. The words of the prophet Nehemiah express a spirit of celebration. Nehemiah commands the people to set a time to celebrate transformation. His terms was eating the fat, which has been translated to meeting to mean eating choice food. Our English word holiday comes from the biblical practice and words holy days. Today we have feasts at Thanksgiving. Christians and different holidays, I think most people leave their exciting and fun days. We used to host some weddings for the Romanian community at our church, and I want to tell you something. It is an all-day event. They would be there from morning to night with the finest food you've ever seen on tables. You want to see desserts. Get yourself to a Romanian wedding reception sometime. You're going to see the most uh, fabulous-looking desserts that you've ever seen. It looks so incredible, and they were such dear people, and they just really liked to celebrate. 
It's quite a day to behold, and the laughter and joy that comes from that room all day is incredible. I learned not to plan study times in my office that was behind that room when they were there because it was loud, but they were enjoying life, and I'm so glad they could. You know, we come to God's house to celebrate the joy of the Lord. This should be the most joyful place you come because you're celebrating the love of Jesus and you're worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Some think the church should be drab and solemn. If you have spent any time watching the life of Jesus in the Gospels, you'd realize his presence was a cause for celebration. What do you think happened when he healed the sick and he raised the dead? Do you think people went around and said, oh, that was cool, and move on? You know, I imagine the joy was high. I imagine they had a huge celebration, maybe even a party. David danced for joy in celebrating God. He danced for joy. Some people say, well, you can't dance for joy. Sure you can. You celebrate the love of God, worship him with all your heart, soul, and mind. You know, we as a church, we have a blast together. We have family and friends hang out. We play games. We enjoy feasts, and we enjoy life. We are, uh, we are always looking at ways we could get together and just share the happiness of God and hear about God and honoring God by making one disciple at a time and encouraging them to change the course of history for Jesus. That's what we need. We need history change for Jesus. There's another aspect of celebration, too, and that is meditating and fasting because we're coming into the presence of our Lord because of the joy in our heart. You know, it's a different way. We, we share joy and celebrate joy in different ways in worshiping. We have a guy in our church, and uh, he is part Samoan, part Tongan. His name is Motu, and he has arms the size of a tr- tree trunk, and he is just the dearest man of God. God has brought him so many places. But he, he sings on a worship team when he's in town. And when he sings, everybody comes to life because he is so full of joy. He gets the, the church going and the worship going. And, and people just love having Motu to sing. It's his expression, you know. And some people think, well, we not, shouldn't have that kind of expression in the church. We shouldn't be as happy or joyous. That's where we should be happy and joyous. Man, David danced around uh, to all sorts of cymbals and drums and lyres and lyre, whatever whatever they had back then. Man, it was a celebration, celebrating the Lord. I think heaven's going to be a celebration. So if you're a deadbeat and you think, well, man, I don't want any kind of celebration— Man, you're going to be really bored in heaven because I think it's going to be a huge celebration. You know, God wants us to recognize his power, and he wants us to praise his name. Lift up the name of Jesus. It's so important for us to lift up the name of Jesus. Now, our church isn't a very, I'm going to use the term charismatic church. We're just kind of middle of the road, you know. We're not stoic, but we're not real pronounced either. I just want people to worship God in the way that God leads them to worship. I'm not a judge of how someone worships God. I just want to love him. I raise my hand sometimes. I do, you know, and I'll say amen now and again, but that's just the way I do it. My dad would really say amen. The whole church would hear because he was just so flooded with joy and he had tears coming down his face. Well, folks, we need to live in the joy of the Lord. I'm going to continue this tomorrow. 
And so I hope you'll listen, and I hope your day is filled with God's glory. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.